Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome to the show formerly known as Mimosa Mamas and now called Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. This is the podcast where you get to know your favorite reality TV personalities off the show and in real life. Who are they when the cameras stop rolling? Now you may know our first guest from Colton Underwood's season of The Bachelor. She was a stunner who called him a stud muffin in Mandarin and during her limo entrance in season six of Bachelor in Paradise. Welcome Revian Chang. Thank you for having me, Erin. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. Are you ready to get cozy? (laughs) I am 100% ready to get cozy. Awesome. Now I've got to ask you, are you drinking anything right now? Are we enjoying a beverage tonight? alcoholic (laughs) but right now my hands are empty well I am drinking for both of us so don't even worry about that so Revian we want to know who you were before you went on The Bachelor can you kind of tell us about how you grew up in Plano Texas and what life was like for you as a child Cool, yeah, so I grew up in Plano, lived there my whole life, um, grew up in a cute little duplex with my parents, um, my parents got married after knowing each other just for a week, and they've been together for 30 years now, um, my, oh my mom gosh. was a stay-at-home mom, my dad has a small business, so he always works from home, so being an only child wasn't too bad, because they're always both home, so I grew pretty close with them, and then, yeah, next door, actually, my dad's twin brother, my uncle, and my cousin lived next door, so I grew up really close to my cousin, Grace, and she was basically like a sister growing up. And life was pretty good in Texas. It was very chill, easy, loved loved my childhood, had a lot of good friends growing up. It was very simple. I like miss it a lot. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I can completely relate growing up in Kentucky and North Carolina. When you moved to L.A., did you have like a culture shock, or were you kind of like, did you fit in pretty easily? I definitely kind of had a hard time adjusting to L.A., mostly because it's just such a big city, and so many different types of people live here, so many different personalities, and being from Texas where people are very well-mannered, and they're very polite and very nice, and everyone kind of has each other's backs, in L.A., it's kind of a vicious city to live in, and kind of had to learn to grow up and fend for myself a lot these past two years. But it's also exciting because there's a lot more to do that I wouldn't have the opportunity to do back in Texas. You know, I'm not like a big city girl or anything, and it doesn't sound like you are either. But, you know, we can we can appreciate a big city and what it has to offer, all the restaurants and just the fun stuff that we get to go do and that's nearby. So when you were, say, in high school, did you dream of being like on TV or just being part of that world? Uh, definitely not. I mean, when I was little and I liked to watch movies, I was like, oh, I want to be an actress, but I never thought more of, like, being on TV or anything like that. I didn't even watch The Bachelor back then. It wasn't until, like, junior senior of college that, um, my girlfriends got me back into watching The Bachelor with Ben Higgins' season and all that, and that's when I started thinking, like, oh, it'd be fun if I would maybe apply for The Bachelor one day. Oh my gosh, Ben Higgins, he is still definitely my favorite Bachelor of all time, and I actually got to see him again over the weekend. They did a live podcast in San Francisco with he and Ashley Oh yeah, I saw that. Yes, it was so much fun. He's just the sweetest guy, the best human ever. He was actually one of our very first interviews, and um, bless his heart, he, he definitely got cozy with us. I mean, he was just, he was so real. 
And I just really appreciate that. I feel like Pete has pretty big shoes to fill, but we're going to get to that. But I think he's doing a pretty darn good job so far. What do you think? I think so. Peter's, I mean, at least he's very, very interesting. So I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Oh, my gosh, definitely. So when you got out of high school, you went to college. And what did you study in college? I studied nursing. Tell the listeners exactly what your occupation is. So um, some people can call in like an aesthetic nurse, but I, I also just say like a nurse specializing in cosmetic dermatology. So I work for Dr. Orion, who's well known as being like Kim K's doctor oh. here in Beverly Hills, and we do like Botox, fillers, lasers, all non-surgical um, beauty treatments. Yeah. So I get to do a lot of very cool hands-on treatments. I saw some of your videos on Instagram. I mean, the transformations are amazing, completely mind-blowing. So he does some amazing works. You guys need anything? Yeah. Go see him <laughs> for sure. What is his handle, by the way, so people can go follow him? The Simon Orion MD1, I believe. Okay, perfect. Off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a very smart girl to get through nursing. That is not an easy program. Did you enjoy the process of becoming a nurse? It was definitely tough. Um, so going to UT uh, back then, the program was you were getting in as pre-nursing and they had to reapply for professional nursing. And I actually didn't get in a nursing school the first time I applied again. So I kind of took like a semester off-ish and I went to live in Maui for a bit during that time. And then I came back and like reapplied and got in. And it was tough, but I loved it. I love how nursing school is just so different than any other class since you can take it in college and so hands-on. Yeah. And you just learn a lot. That is amazing. I'm always in awe of nurses. I feel like you guys just go through so much training, and it's really an admirable profession. And when Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Then how did you get into the field of entertainment? How did you get into um, – what was, like, your first step into entertainment after being a nurse? Uh, it was actually when I first moved to LA, I was working in a medical spa in Santa Monica first. And one of my patients who kept coming back for treatments, he actually also works in entertainment, being in LA as well. He like, I think he does podcasts and like works with a lot of different producers of some sort. And then he told me, he's like, Hey, if you're interested in bachelor, like I know producers and like, I can always like introduce you. And that's kind of how my journey got started in entertainment. Oh, wow. So that kind of seems like it was meant to be in a way because that was, you know, just a client that you happen to um, just see on a regular basis. So do you feel like it was kind of meant to be that you were brought into this world of entertainment? Uh, sort of. Like, I like to think, like, yeah, it was meant to be that it happened that way, but also, like, because of how things worked out, it was also, like, was it meant to be? But I'm also, <laughs> like, I am happy with how it worked out and so. So you went on to Colton season, and what were your feelings before being on such a such a well known show, and just knowing that like all the cameras are going to be on you, and all that attention, and just everything? Like I can imagine the nerves, and what were you feeling? Were you more excited or just more nervous? I was definitely way more nervous. Like I thought I was blacking out all the time. I was just <laughs> so uncomfortable. I realized like. I thought I was super outgoing and, like, I would do well on reality TV until I was, like, put in a situation. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, way too, like, shy and normal for this. Oh, no. Oh. 
And you, so when you first met him, like, what were your first impressions of him when you first met him that night? He's definitely, like, very respectful and, like, nice. And he's a lot more attractive in person. It was, like, nice to finally see him in real life as well. And he's, like, very, you know, he's tall, he's sturdy. Just because, like, you know, seeing him on TV before, I kind of had this impression that he was kind of, you know, like, he's a little bit more sensitive and all that. So, <laughs> seeing him, it was, like, nice to, like, be like, okay, he's, like, pretty masculine. So, it was, like, he's handsome in real life, which is nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, he definitely comes off as very sexy and, like, confident for sure. And then that first night when you're talking to the girls and you're kind of in that situation at the house, does it feel like it looks on TV like it's so just the tension and, like, can you literally, like, feel the tension in the air? I mean, for us who have never been in that situation, we just want to, like, live vicariously for a minute. more, like, exhausting, like, just being around so many girls and all the pressure and just everything that was going on. Um, and it's just, it's such a long night that, like, at first it's exciting to talk with all the girls and everything that's happening, but after a few hours, it's definitely just, for me, I was getting drained. Is it, like, six at night to, like, six in the morning? Is something, like, 12 hours? Is that, is that an exact It's a very long night. Like, by the time we're done, the sun is coming up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think I'd probably be passed out, like, just <laughs> taking a nap somewhere in a back room. I mean... <laughs> At one point, I felt like I was just avoiding the cameras, and I knew I was just not going to get any airtime, but I was just so tired. I actually had a fever the night before. Oh, my God. Um, the first night, so I just was not feeling good, and, like, I just didn't even want to talk on camera, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely not meant for this because I'm literally hiding in the bathroom to get away from the cameras. Oh, my God. Poor thing. Was just everybody <clears throat> drinking constantly? Because, you, you know, you watch and you think that everybody's just, like, toasted. But was it really like that, or people are just, like, feeling the pressure more than anything? I feel like it's pretty steady drinking. Um, <laughs> I mean, I noticed a lot of us, like, you know, it's getting kind of cold at night. Like, for me, and I was sick, I was drinking a lot of tea, and I think that kind of caught trend. Like, I feel like half the girls are drinking tea, and, like, half the girls are drinking alcohol. But I feel like my night, no one was getting, like, wasted or anything like that. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then, so you, unfortunately, were cut the first night, which I was not happy about because I really did like you, and I thought that, you know, he should give you a chance for sure. Were you more relieved, or were you were you disappointed? I was definitely disappointed. Like, you know, anyone would feel kind of rejection after, you know, it's such a great opportunity, and, like, you take time off work, and you yeah. kind of put everything on hold for this really great TV show that, you know, you love to watch, and, like, that's going to be on, on air soon, but... I looked back, and after I got over feeling rejected and, like, see how things panned out, like, part of me, a little part of me wishes I stay on longer, but at the same time, I think for my own, like, mental health, it's, it was good for me to have gone home that early because I see how so many girls got good and bad attention, but for me, I just, I could not handle that kind of negative attention at all, so mm. I think... It was a blessing in disguise. I did go home because I am sensitive to what other people, like, think about me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, then that was probably more of a blessing. Did you feel that first night that he and Cassie had, like, undeniable chemistry? Like, did you see that yourself? I really didn't see them together. And okay. Yeah, so I, I did not see that firsthand. Um, 
definitely thought Cassie was like very beautiful, but there was like very strong personalities that stuck out more, and I figured like of course he would have like a great connection with them. Yeah. But I never saw him and Cassie. I, I I honestly like kind of forgot she was there the first night too. But there's just so many. There's thirty of us, so it's like hard to remember everyone. Right. Right. Exactly. So when you left the show, were you pretty much on Paradise right away, or did a few months pass? The people that uh, were handling you, did they say, like, okay, you're going to Paradise? Like, did you know what was going on? They kind of mentioned that could be a possibility, but I, like, wasn't holding on to hope since I went home the first night. But it happened, like, closer to, like, actual filming in Paradise. And it was kind of like, you know, they're, I think they were just still deciding for a long time who they wanted. And for me, I just knew, like, there's a very high chance they won't want me just because no one knows who I am. But if I get it, then that's awesome. And I'll make it work out. But if not, like, I kind of get it. Yeah, it's funny. Now that people, you know, the people that get cut first night, it, they're still their fan favorites. And it's funny that they... You know, they actually let people who do go home the first night go on Paradise. And I kind of like that because it's like a second chance, you know. Did you feel like it was kind of a second chance to kind of try to meet someone and make a connection? Totally. Like, it was just more of a lax environment. It's beautiful. Like, the resort and, like, being on the beach is beautiful. And, like, you get to meet all different types of people. And for me, it's like, I think for anyone, it's less intimidating to meet a mixed group of men and women. So it was way more ideal. I'm like really, really like grateful that I got another chance to go. Well, I was so happy that you were there and I think you just looked like you were having a good time. I was kind of sad that you were there so late because I felt like, no, you know, she needs more, more time to meet some, some people that are there. And, but gosh, people just coupled up pretty quickly. So you'd have to have been there really early. um, Yeah. You know, to catch that train, but you know, I'm glad you got to experience it, though, for sure. Thank you. Okay, so you come off Paradise, and then you go back to your job. Have you been doing anything in the entertainment world since then? No, not really. Like, you know, just kind of going back to, like, my full-time job, and then, like, my big thing is right now just making time to go see my family back in Texas, and then I, I travel abroad a lot and a good amount, so... You know, whenever podcast opportunities like this one comes up, I'll do it. But my main focus has been just kind of going back to normalcy and then also just enjoying travel, which is like my main passion. Oh, my gosh. Yes. On your Instagram um, profile, I cannot believe how many places you've been to. Can you just tell the listeners like your top three that you've I mean, you have been to what? Probably 20 different countries. It is amazing how well traveled you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you yeah I I became very comfortable like so traveling these past few years so it's given me a lot of freedom and like it's been amazing it's so top three I mean I have to say Bali is number one just because I came back from there and I'm still like reeling in from how amazing it is there I'm still sad I'm not there um two Switzerland's beautiful it's literally looks like heaven on earth not a big fan of the food though <laughs> and then three, probably Santorini. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how wonderful. I actually used to be a flight attendant and I've been to Switzerland. I've not been to the other two places, but I've been to Switzerland and I can echo that. It was just like being in Disney World. Like the cleanliness level is unreal. Like I've never in my life seen streets cleaner than maybe at Disney World. Like and things are so just like picturesque 
and the water is so beautiful and you're just exactly like you think you're in heaven like you think you're just in like this ethereal city that just like doesn't ex- exist on earth it's it's nuts it's so beautiful so it's I, beautiful I, it's crazy how beautiful it is definitely agree with that is there somewhere on your bucket list that you haven't been that you really want to go so me and four of my best guy friends I grew up with are going to Columbia next month so I'm super excited about that yeah, yeah. and then I've been to Japan but with my family and I've been wanting to kind of go like by myself so I think Tokyo and Kyoto again in April very cool yeah. Yeah, I really liked Narita. Um, I was able to go to Narita several times. I actually never got to go to Tokyo, though, and it kind of broke my heart because it was literally just a train ride away. But I was always nervous that I would get caught over there and then, like, miss my flight back and get fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> which happened a lot, actually. So I just played it safe, but I'm sad that I, I haven't been to Tokyo maybe one day. It's a little bit easier coming from the West Coast, a little bit, Very so true. far. So we got to get into Peter's season. We don't want to recap because I'm sure listeners you've watched. If you're a fan of The Bachelor, I'm sure you've watched by now. But what are some things that just kind of stuck out to you that were shocking or just things that you remember when you were in the house? I mean, anything that kind of stands out to you that you want to highlight or talk about? I mean, probably the whole champagne gate with did Hannah Ann know that Kelsey or like all that. Like definitely that was a little bit producer-driven. Okay. That, yeah, I you know, that. like, for her to leave that out for so long, like, I don't really think she wanted to leave it out unattended. And then for how that all happened, like, it was not 100%, like, by accident. <laughs> and I swear, I mean, I would probably have to watch it again to make sure, but i pretty sure that I saw Hannah Ann shake that bottle. Did you see that? Oh, I don't, I don't, I didn't catch that. I think she did. I may have to go back and like screenshot that or like video, video that part because I'm pretty sure she shook that bottle. And if she shook that bottle, that is really terrible. I, I'm not, yeah, I, I just, I don't know what to say about that because she knew exactly what she was doing. For sure. I mean, it definitely made for like the most entertaining 15 minutes I've seen on TV in a while. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what did you think about the limo entrances? I think it was just like a good mix of what it's always been. Like a few like kind of, oh, a little bit tacky. You know, like last year's Colton and the virginity thing. This year it's a four times and a windmill thing. Yeah. So that was kind of expected. And then some like, you know, short and sweet, like homey kind of feeling, like home felt feeling ones. Yeah, so I feel it was a good mix. I feel like. The only one that really stuck out to me, or two, would be definitely the cow, because that was hilarious. <laughs> and then Lexi and the red sports car, just because it's so sexy. Oh my gosh, I love that. Lexi's probably one of my favorites, besides Kelly and Madison, of course. But I, I really love Lexi. I think she's kind of like an underdog, and I really am like rooting for her. I'm glad you said that. And he loves things that go fast, so that was like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> But he is just so adorable, and he's so disarming, and he really does remind me of, like, Ben when he was on. You know, he's just so, like, real with them, and he's not putting on any, like, facade, I don't think. I mean, I think he's being completely open and honest with them and true. I think everything that happened with Hannah, like, just really threw him for a loop. When you watch that scene with them, like, how do you, how did you take that scene? Did you take it as it was closure, or did you take it as the door was still open? I took it as the 
door might still be open. I feel like they're both, like, obligated to certain things, like him with the season and her with Dancing with the Stars, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, torn. I'm, like, 50% thinking he might end up being back with Hannah. Right? It's so crazy if he were to take this entire journey with all these different women, like all these new girls, and then wind up where he could have been, you know, before he even took that journey. But I guess I guess if you're the person he ends up with, then you're happy that he kind of had that opportunity, right? Because you know that he's then choosing to be with you, and it's not like he hasn't sowed his oats, so to say. That's probably a good thing. I mean, I feel like, you know, when you before you get married, you should definitely sow your oats. I was actually a dating coordinator back in the day, and I always told people, you know, it's a numbers game. You have to just date as many people as you possibly can because it's like it seriously is a numbers game. I mean, if you're – are You, you have to know what you like, yeah. Exactly, and what you don't like. Are you single right now currently? I actually have a boyfriend now, and it's actually because of John Paul Jones introducing us. Oh, my God, how and it's nobody that we've seen on TV, right? It's just like a like a mutual friend? It's a mutual friend, yeah. Very cool. I love that. Well, congratulations. That's really exciting. Thank you. <laughs> he's really, he's great. He's Aww. really good for me. That's awesome. Well, I wish you the best with that. Thank you. And I just feel like, I mean, what do you think is going to happen during the season? Like, if you were to predict what could happen at the end, or what do you think Chris Harrison is kind of alluding to? Like, what... What goes in your mind first when you saw when you see those scenes of like the end of the of the season? Oh man, I just I I, I honestly don't even know. I just expect. I just know it's going to be very dramatic and messy. <laughs> and I'm excited to see what happens. Oh yeah, definitely. I think we're all like super tuned in. Now I have to ask you: Do you have any other reality TV shows that you watch religiously or that you really really love? Definitely Ninety Day Fiance. Oh okay insane (laughs) so if a listener is hearing you right now can you kind of give us like an overview of what 90 day fiance is about so it's about these americans that meet someone abroad or like they haven't even met them maybe they just met them online and they have to get married within 90 days to qualify for this k-1 visa for them to stay oh my gosh and some of them it's like you can tell they are in love and then some of them it's like okay clearly she's a gold digger like she's using for a visa and it's just it's it's weird. It's like there's so many different dynamics and it's so crazy and they have like a lot of different spinoffs off of it and one of them is actually instead of like foreigners coming to America and um, getting a visa here, there's one season where it's like Americans are leaving America to go live like in Syria or Tunisia or Korea and it's just that's even wackier too. Oh, wow, yeah. But the thing, like, you get to see, like, some of them surprise you, like, some of them actually are in love, or they fall in love over time, and then some of them, like, they get divorced, it's cheating, there's, it's crazy drama, it's just my guilty, it's so trashy, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I'm going to have to check it out. I've actually not watched an episode, but you're making me want to check it out now. (laughs) It's so entertaining, like, you can't, you kind of feel like a lot better about any issues you have going on because you're like at least it's not that (laughs) right and I see that like they have babies they start families together I mean there's this is like some of this is real true love Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty cool and any other shows besides that one that you really love to watch I used to love Vanderpump Rules but it's been kind of dying on me lately have you started watching this season 
no, I haven't. Okay. I actually didn't know there's a new season out. <laughs> I should probably watch it. Yeah, it started last week, actually. We interviewed Peter Magical, and that was a lot of fun. He kind of, like, gave us some insider scoop on the show in general, and we just had a lot of fun just picking his brain. And, you know, because they've had, like, what, eight seasons, I think, now, so... And we were able to go to the restaurants in L.A. Have you been to, like, Pump and Sir and Tom Tom? I've been to two of them. Villa Blanca is right actually across the street from my work. So oh my I've been to that one, and I've been to Pump. But I haven't been to Sir. I actually meant to go to Sir, and I accidentally ended up at Pump instead. But <laughs> Sir is really fun. We were late, but I've heard that brunch there is really, really fun. So definitely go check that out sometime. And Tom Tom is probably the one of the most amazing bars I've ever been to. You just really need, oh yeah, you just need to walk in and see that back wall is just like an entire clock on the back wall. It'll blow your mind. Like the way that it's so intricately done, and I've never seen anything like it. And their bartenders are so sweet, like super sweet. I mean, we're used to like Southern boys, and they're just like that. Like they're like Midwestern, like sweet, just really, really nice and down to earth. And you just don't expect that going in there. So it was like super surprising and like refreshing. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out. I mean, it's not that far from me, so I definitely have to. You definitely should. And I'm actually going to be in L.A. in February, so we'll have to meet up maybe for a drink at TomTom. That would be amazing. That would be perfect. I'm so down. (laughs) Well, i got to thank you so much for being the first guest on our new show, Getting Cozy, and I really appreciate you opening up about your experience on The Bachelor and um, about growing up in Texas. And I just, I loved chatting with you. Thank you so much, Erin. Had a great time. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Revian. Please follow her on Instagram at Revian Chang. You can follow her on all her exciting travels in the world and everything that's going on with her post-bachelor. And I hope that you guys will tune in for our next episode. I really am so excited about this new journey for 2020. And I hope that you'll come back and get cozy with me. Until next time, stay cozy.